The digital part of the customer experience is a complement. It amplifies an experience, but it's not an experience aimed at itself. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovation Roundtable Insights Podcast. That's Ilaria Urilli from Inca Centers. At our workshop hosted by Copenhagen Airports, Ilaria discusses with our colleague Leonard several topics, including how managing cultural changes is a pivotal factor in the digital transformation journey, and how digital should amplify the experience rather than being an experience itself. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Ilaria, thank you very much for joining me here in this uh, little studio. Also, thank you for giving a presentation uh, pretty much on a short notice, uh, as well as joining the panel. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can start the interview with you just briefly explaining who you are, what company you work for, and uh, what role you have. Absolutely. Okay, so my name is Ilaria Yurilli. I work as a digital product manager at Inca Centers. And Inca Centers is part of the Inca Group, and uh, everybody certainly knows our big brother, IKEA, uh, but we're also in the group and we um, operate a portfolio of about 50 shopping centers in the world. Uh, and uh, yes, and what we try to do is providing uh, uh, experiences that go much further than just shopping. So we actually call our centers meeting places. And uh, I take care of uh, our digital customer experience. Um, so. In my team, I have product owners and product developers who work uh, quite, uh, uh, quite close with, uh, with customers and try to develop, uh, um, yes, good digital products for them. What are some of the challenges, but of course also opportunities, when digital is taking more and more shares or is bigger and bigger part of new products and services uh, in a company that has not traditionally been, been used to that? Mm -hmm. Okay, I will start from, uh, uh, from the challenges, I will say. Um, you know, everybody has plenty of digital uh, accesses in their everyday life. We use it for ordering food, checking out our public transport schedule, uh, checking into an office even, whatever. We use it in all aspects of our life. So the challenge with that is that expectations are really, really high. But of course, the risk is the one of um, also polluting a bit the customer experience. It can be very easy to end up in a situation where there's too much, we want too much to happen in the digital channels, and then we forget of, of uh, all the other aspects of it. So in my opinion, a good way to, to keep the balance is making sure that uh, the, the digital part of the customer experience is a complement, that it enriches that it, it uh, how to say, it amplifies um, an experience, but it, it's not an experience aimed at itself. So uh, I think that that's, uh, that can be a good way to balance uh, the challenges and, uh, and the opportunities. When we talk about digital, we obviously need to talk about different technologies. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are so many different uh, buzzwords flying around so many opportunities to use some of the new technologies. What is for you a good approach to find out which technology is useful to solve a problem and which one is not so useful or necessary? And where do you focus and where, what kind of do you actively deselect? How do you manage that? 
Mm -hmm. So I will say that uh, it depends a lot on uh, the stage of maturity of, of the company and, uh, and of, uh, yeah, of the organization at large. I was tempted by saying digital organization, but not really, because if we say that that digital is to be infused everywhere in the company to re really you know lead and ride uh, a digital the wave of a digital transformation then we have to talk about the business uh, the business at large all of it and uh, i think that we have to start from the business objectives so if we say for example for our business that uh, measuring tracking visitation in a precise way is our main um kpi because because we use that uh, as a as a sales argument for in the negotiation with our with our uh, partners, uh, then we have to make sure that that's uh, something that we can do in a in a precise way. So that's definitely an area where to put investments. Or um, on the other, you know, we can also take other perspectives and look at uh, look at uh, cost. If we realize that we have uh, three platforms doing exactly the same thing. Uh, and, and actually one of them could do the job. I mean, that's, that's quite an obvious choice, right? And then also when it comes to new technology, mm. I, will, I will go with the same principle that I was quoting in the beginning. So once again, right now we're using uh, um, a, a technology called computer vision. I'm sure uh, yeah, many in the audience know what I'm talking about when I say computer vision, but it basically means that cameras can, can recognize the content that they film. And for us, that can be uh, relevant because it can give us uh, uh, information about who our, our visitors are and, and also how do they uh, move around in, in the shopping center and what their preferences are. Of course, all of this is done in, a, in an anonymized uh, way and the facial recognition is absolutely not an option, definitely not. Uh, but we can still learn learn a lot from from using this technology, and that once again contributes to that uh, key KPI that I was talking about in the beginning. So for sure, that's a technology that we want we want to invest in. Um, creating VR experiences or immersive immersive experiences, well, no, probably probably not the kind of technology where we would put the buck right in right now. Now you're talking already a bit about it. Um, <clears throat> when you when you think about technology, technologies and digital, um, there is definitely the fact about data. Now you talked about the computer vision. Mm -hmm. How do you manage the balance of you know privacy, security, and uh, and data mm -hmm. on the one hand when you deal with customers and people coming into, and on the other hand trying to make the ex experience better for them. Mm -hmm. How do you uh, deal with this with this kind of dilemma? Mm. So um, our approach is that we really try to be um, very ethical in uh, in the way we use data, and I mean ethical is like a scale. You know, it's not a it's it's not an absolute uh, an absolute level uh, where you can be ethical. So um, IKEA talks a lot about using data for good. Uh, I, I wouldn't say we are at that uh, that level of maturity, like really using data for giving people a better everyday life, but that's definitely what we aim at. So whenever we collect data, we have to have very clear why do we want to collect the data and what do we want to do with it. So just having data for the sake of it can be more of a burden than an asset at the end of the day. So uh, we, we strongly believe that uh, it's better to have uh, 
um, a, a, you know, an amount of data that makes sense to have and that can help the customer in their customer journey in a way that the customer agrees with. Um, and that's where we will stop. We will not go over that. We don't have an interest in just collecting all possible data that is possible to connect. So we want to do it in an ethical way, in a way that, that really helps the customer. Um, uh, yes, and of course, in a, in a compliant way with regulations. Let me ask you a bit about the methodology also. Um, Agile is a, <clears throat> is a topic that quickly comes up when you talk about uh, developing digital products and services. Mm -hmm slowly also with you know you know services that are hardware products mm -hmm. but especially in the digital space where, where you um, mostly operate yes um, companies have usually been thinking linear and mm -hmm. having linear innovation processes and almost any process is linear yes. with yes. a starting point and the finishing point and a, a straight line how do you make it possible to work in, the, in an iterative way, agile way with many loops when you are in a setting that has been very linear. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will say that uh, um, uh, historically our company has been used to very linear projects because we used to be a real estate company. In real estate, you buy land, you build on it, and then you operate the building, and then you maintain the building, yes, but the building is there, you know, that if there's one thing you know is that the building is there. Um, so, so we're very used to, to these projects that are managed uh, in, uh, with decision points, you know, where uh, everything uh, has to be uh, very clear and risk minimized before, before you continue with it. And, uh, Of course, working, working in an agile way when the culture is, uh, you know, is the kind of culture that I just described is, is, uh, is different and is difficult. So for sure, there's a cultural change that has to happen in the company. Um, but it's, uh, I, I don't want to say it's, uh, it's impossible. It's not at all. It's all about, uh, it's all about uh, change management. Change hurts. Change hurts. If it doesn't hurt, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, uh, it's going to be slow if it doesn't hurt. So uh, what, what we try to do is uh, selecting areas where we really wanted the change to be more radical, more painful, but certainly more effective. And in those areas, we have really tried to say that, that this has to be led in an agile way. There has been very strong reactions, escalations, uh, complaints, unhappiness. But then at the end, you know, people try to understand how can they become part of the solution instead of complaining about the problem. Um, and yes, it takes time, but at the end it happens. So, uh, and you can't do it everywhere at once. So again, you have to be uh, selective. <laughs> What about teams? I mean, what is your take on, on teams? And also what is interesting in this case is if teams work agile in one way and then maybe more linear and they have to collaborate in some way or the other, how does that work? I mean, first part of the question is about what, do you, how do you, what is a good team for you? And the second part is that connected to that agile versus old or old core organization. It's a tricky question. You know, I don't think, uh, I don't think in a way there's a problem. I totally think that we can uh, work in a setup where we have uh, teams that work uh, in a pure agile setup, you know, with a development team, with a product owner who's empowered, who owns the budget, who owns the backlog and just, you know, follows through uh, with a quite structured, uh, with quite structured ceremonies and ways of working. 
And then on the side, you can also have things that uh, maybe even the same product owner can manage in a completely different setup, maybe with an external vendor providing a product that's pretty much out of the box. Um, I do not uh, see, a, see a big clash in that, as long as the full team has the same mindset. Uh, and that mindset is a mindset of, uh, of trying small, of failing fast, of being, uh, of being uh, focused on the customer, and of being, uh, taking decisions that are based on data. So I think that as long as you have the mindset, you're going to keep the team together. So uh, back to the first question, uh, how does an ideal team look like? I will say, um, again, it's a team that lives, uh, lives agile without doing agile. Uh, so it doesn't, you know, doing agile is a great thing, but it's not a must. Definitely not a must. As long as you're uh, transparent. And, and, you know, agile doesn't necessarily also always mean speed. We hear a lot saying that, uh, you know, in, in an agile setup, uh, the, the when, when something is going to be delivered is always a question mark. So agility doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that you're going to get your product tomorrow. It means that, uh, you know, that you're going to minimize risk, risk of failing big. So, uh, yeah, and that you can do. It doesn't matter if, if you work with the kind of technology that you work with, if you work with SaaS or if you work with, uh, you know, in development. So, uh, uh, yeah, for a long time I've seen a conflict there, but now I'm getting to the point of uh, uh, accepting that when people have the right, uh, the right mindset, it can happen, it can work. Um, I also have the last question mm -hmm. for you. And what would you say is your most important learning um, in your current role? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I would say in the context of, uh, of digital transformation, mm, the biggest learning is that uh, just creating a digital organization uh, is not enough to say that we're embarking on, uh, on a digital journey. It's, it's uh, really not enough. Um, not only the business has to uh, be, be involved and, and, you know, work together with the digital teams, we need to infuse a digital mindset all across the business. And uh, if we do that, we're going we're gonna to fail big. There is nothing such as, uh, you know, digital objectives that, that don't have a business connection. There is nothing such as that. Because if we have something like that, then, you know, it, it's not going to stick. It, it's really not going to stick. So if we want um, digital transformation to, uh, to happen, to actually happen. We have to, yes, to do it everywhere, not only in a digital department. Claudia, thank you very much for, for that pleasant conversation. Thanks for listening. You can find our show in most podcast apps. Subscribe for free to get the latest episodes, the video and the transcripts of this podcast and all of our other exclusive interviews can be accessed via innovationroundtable.online. The Innovation Roundtable online network is your portal to a wide variety of exclusive content, including video presentations, interviews, insights, reports, and articles. Not only that, innovationroundtable.online is also a place where you can connect with thousands of other corporate innovators, share experiences, request collaborations, and gain inspiration from your peers. Our network is exclusively for innovation, HR, and marketing practitioners in large firms. So visit innovationroundtable.online to discover more and request your 15-day free trial account.